You sisters know that my skin has been glowing lately, and I'm here to tell you my secret. Oak Essentials. You've heard us talk about their line of luxurious products before, and we're so excited to have them as a sponsor of OK Sister Podcast because now you can join in on the glowy goodness. You know Oak Essentials is legit because it was created by none other than our favorite brand ever, Jenny Kane. Oak Essentials is known for its simple approach to self-care with a lineup of foundational skincare staples made with high-quality ingredients that drive results. It aims to unlock healthy, glowing skin with decadent and hydrating ingredients that give you a luxe, dewy glow. I won't shut up about the Moisture Rich Balm. It's a nutrient-rich balm that supports collagen production and delivers serious hydration for a luminous glow. And a luminous glow indeed. The way my skin feels like butter after applying this balm. This balm will make you never want to wear makeup again. And you can apply generously during your night routine to lock in moisture as you dream. It's the definition of beauty sleep. Treat yourself or someone else this season. You sisters will get 15% off and a free organic honey-based restorative mask with their first order. Oh my God, what a deal. When you use code OKSIS15 at checkout. That's right. 15% off plus a gift with your first order at O-A-K-E-S-S-E-N-T-I-A-L-S.com. Promo code OKSIS15, OKAYSIS15. Go ahead and treat yourself. From luxurious skincare to meaningful self care, you deserve it. Welcome to OKSIS. We are two cultural observers and curious minds who happen to be related. I'm Scout. And I'm Maddie. Get ready for some serious sororal energy as we chat about and comment on one another's current fixation of the week. Ready, Ready, sisters? Hello, welcome back to OK Sis. Hi sisters, how are you? How are you doing? You can just respond, respond back in your car. Yeah. We're, we'll, we'll, uh, it'll catch our ears eventually. Yeah, exactly. Um, For those that don't know if this is your first episode, I am Scout. I am Mads. And we are the sisters behind OK Sis Podcast. This is true. Um, Also, since you just woke up, your vocal fry is in Ugh, full force. Great. Sorry, guys. I'm sorry, sorry, I just woke listeners. up. I haven't even had full, full coffee yet, and here I am podcasting. No, I can't believe you're alive. I am alive. I'm I very am proud here. of you. I am ready. I am willing. Dear God, is, it, is that your mantra? And that's my mantra for today. Fabulous. Um, okay, let's get into it. So I did want to talk about this really cool article that I read on The Fullest, which if you guys aren't familiar, it's a really cool pu- online publication. They also produce... Um, podcasts that are really inspiring and they had this article called the evolution of influence kind of talks about how social media influencers have erupted and disrupted our lives (laughs) essentially Mm -hmm. um but i really thought this was interesting they say the word influence thrown around often in our society was originally used to describe a celestial fluid that flowing from the stars would make its way to earth and affect human decisions what that sounds very woo woo. well it's that's what it was intended that, that was the actual definition of influence? Yeah, a celestial fluid that comes to Earth and it manipulates our human decision Wait, making. is this like a real thing? I don't know. It sounds like it's made up. I don't think so. This is, I mean, it's just the evolution of the word. Interesting. Yeah. But anyways, they go into, um, you know, 
what we're experiencing today with um, the influence landscape on uh, social media, but they say behind generic messages, messages of positivity and abstract references to quote unquote, the hustle, uh, listen to our previous podcast. Um, they promote a warped perspective of the American dream, financial stability and reality. Of course, we all know that Instagram is glamorized, styled and photoshopped, but we still chase it. We still yearn for it. Yeah. hundred percent. It's this, t- it's this tug and tug and pull. Tug of war? Tug of war? I don't know. Tug and pull? We, always pull and we, we do tug not know <laughs> phrases. Let's just put that out there real quick. Out on a limb? <laughs> oh, yeah. I looked it up. It's out on a limb. Um, no, oh. it's limb, I think. <laughs> oh, my God. We are Dear the worst. We try to use God. all of these phrases, and it never works. Okay, so yeah. influence has a very specific place in my life mm. because I really do actually keep up with a good amount of bloggers. I have, like, my core five or whatever that I keep up with. Yeah, you're really into that. Yeah, I'm really into bloggers, but they never give me, like, for example, our guest today is Lauren Everett, Spa Sticks from the Skinny Confidential. I mean, can we just take a moment of silence? Hashtag goals. Hashtag goals. Uh, we can just end the podcast now. I know, right? That we've had her on. Um, she never gives me a sense of envy or jealousy or like. Yeah, there's certain bloggers that are that have really been. All she does is insp- inspire me because she provides so much value that I take away so much from her content. Well, she invests immensely in her community, which I think is. I mean, essential if you want to make it as an influencer today, because you need to. You, it's 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 no longer sexy to be like removed from your community and exactly. from your followers. Exactly. Like you need to be in there in the trenches and understanding them and being their friend. Yeah, and that's what she does well. Yeah, she does it amazingly. Mm-hmm. So I think influence is a very interesting, um, uh, not relationship, but uh, it's, I mean, it's a word that's infiltrated all of our lives at this current moment, and we're. We just have to understand what what our relationship is to it. And, and also it should be known if someone has a negative influence over your life, unfollow. Unfollow that shit. You have a right to consume the content that you want to consume, that you need to consume. Yeah, that's Anything else that isn't serving you, just don't look at it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, good thing the Skinny Confidential serves me all the time. Yes, she does serve you. She has changed your life. She has changed my life. Oh, I my know. gosh. Okay, so let's do the word of the week. Okay. The word of the week is chock-a-block, which is hilarious. Ooh, what a word. Chock-a-block. And it means, it's an adjective, and it means brought close together or very full. So maybe my what? heart is chock-a-block, very full. Very full? Can you be, like, full from a Thai food excursion like last night? My stomach like is block My stomach is constantly chock-a-block. <laughs> I don't think that's the right way. I don't think that's the right way. I think it's more so in a loving and like tenderly aspect. The one square mile borough is chock a block with shops, restaurants, small businesses, and a bustling downtown. Okay, for sure. I just ate a Thai food meal and my stomach is chock a block. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's at capacity. It is at capacity. That's so great. I thought this is such a good word. It's so fun to say too. Chock a block. Yeah. It's a good one. It's a good one. Remember when you like, oh God, I don't even know why I'm bringing this up because I'm not going to be able to remember. The word when that you, when, no, no, no. The word where you thought the sentence. Oh, it was jaunty. Yes. Oh my God. I'm like okay, obsessed well, with that word. Actually, then that, that was effective that you thought it was funny because now you remembered the word. I'm on a jaunty stroll. It was the weirdest thing. You thought I was, you thought I was crazy for not thinking that was funny. I, know, I, was I like, thought that was really funny. It was. I just don't understand your humor. I'm very perplexed by it. Okay, well, you don't need to get my humor. It's okay. 
Oh my god, that was just so funny. Mom you were I'm funny. You so were that's all that matters. up, and I was like, I'm missing something. Yeah, you're missing something. <laughs> also, I want to point out that we're super cute. We're matching in our OKSIS sweatshirts right now. Recording this. I know, guys. If you want some OKSIS sweatshirts, hit us up. Hit us up. They're super cute. We cropped them, of course. Yeah. I'm like a cropped queen. I cannot do. You really anything are a cropped, cropped queen. No. I'm not really such a cropped queen. It's just my body just morphs into croppedness. It, that's what it has that's to do. That's what it does? Yeah, that's what it, it just has to do it. Oh, okay. Mine's cropped pants, cropped sweatshirts. Oh, I all, love cropped pants. all cropped. I loved my pants everything, cropped. Everything is, go- is getting cropped. Yeah, I hear you. Yeah. Okay, well, should we get into the episode? Oh, yeah. So we, as we mentioned, interview Lauren Everts Bostic. She is even more beautiful in person. The highlight was just like on, on point. point. And now I think I can finally say I understand what highlight looks I like. I know. She, she put it in um, she put it on our the nose. crevice of her eyes. Yeah, and on the sides of her nose. Yeah, so it like really <laughs> pops. She's a glowy, glowy queen. Oh, what do we call dewey. her? Gl- dewey princess. Dewey that's princess. What we, that's what we have deemed her. Um, and she just spews out such wisdom you know, she's been in this game for eight years game now. For, yeah, for a long time. She's a major hustler. Yeah. So, um, you know, take some notes. Take some notes, girls, ladies. Enjoy. Sisters, my goal these days is to always look put together when I leave the house. Nothing over the top or super dressed up or anything like that. I just want to look put together and feel good about what I'm wearing in an effortless yet refined way. When I look at my closet every single morning and think about what I can wear that is chic and intentional, I usually end up grabbing one of my Jenny Kane sweaters and I always end up loving the way I look and the way I feel in them. You all know, sisters, that when I envision my highest self, I am wearing Jenny Kane. Their sweaters are the quintessential must-have item. I cannot stop wearing my Marina set. I throw it on and immediately feel like I'm in a Nancy Myers movie, like I could just walk on the beach in Santa Barbara. It is the coastal grandma aesthetic. My favorite Jenny Kane sweater right now is their everyday sweater in taupe. This is the definition of a staple that every woman must have in their wardrobe. Sisters, trust me on this one. I wear it with leggings, oversized jeans, and a little kitten heel or a silk maxi skirt. Legit, Mads and I are so obsessed with wearing our Johnny Kane sweaters that we've literally shown up both wearing the same sweater once. The white alpaca cocoon crew neck, which is this deliciously oversized sweater. Yeah, that moment takes the cake. Both of us walking in with our matching Jenny Kane sweaters. We're obsessed. Can't take them off. Wearing them every day. The type of staples that save your outfit. That is what I love about their entire collection. It is truly the art of simplicity. They focus on comfort, quality, and timeless design. So you can curate a wardrobe that never goes out of style. Find your new uniform at JennyKane.com. Our listeners get 15% off your first order when you use code OKSIS at checkout. That's 15% off your first order, J-E-N-N-I-K-A-Y-N-E.com, promo code OKSIS. O-K-A-Y-S-I-S. Let getting dressed be one less thing to worry about. Ever since having a baby, I've been extremely conscious about what I spend my money on and which products I use. And clothing is no different. I want my wardrobe to be sustainable, good quality, and timeless. You have to be talking about Whimsy and Row, right? Whimsy and Row is an LA-grown, eco-conscious brand born out of the love for cute, comfy, and classic styles. 
Every piece is made by women for women. Quality goods, local production, natural and organic fabrics. Yes, please give me all the linens. Just like OK Sister, Whimsy and Row is based on the idea that women are multidimensional. There's a balance of flirty feminine and minimal masculine in all of our wardrobes, and Whimsy and Row means exactly that. From special occasions to everyday effortless styles, their clothing is meant to mix and match and wear on repeat. I have been wearing their Kira pant in black linen probably three times a week. Sisters, if you've been listening to this podcast or following me on Instagram, you know that Whimsy and Rose Kira Pant in Black Linen is a sisterhood staple at this point. Founder Rachel Temko created the brand back in 2014 because she wanted to create an approachable and inclusive brand that cared for the people and the planet first. Get the full Whimsy experience IRL at their Venice location or shop online at whimsyandrow.com. Their store in Venice is so cute, I can attest. And if you're in LA, I highly recommend stopping by. They are always putting on these amazing community events. They just launched their spring-summer collection, and we will be living in it all summer long. Visit their website, whimsyandrow.com. That's W-H-I-M-S-Y-A-N-D-R-O-W.com and use code OKSISTER for 15% off. Lauren Everts Bostick is the creator behind the Skinny Confidential brand, which is a blog, book, fitness plan, and podcast. Lauren has turned her passion for beauty, wellness, and no censor advice into one of the most distinctive blogs online today. Additionally, Lauren released her own book, The Skinny Confidential Lifestyle Guide and a Body Guide, which is, an on, uh, which is a monthly subscription service that includes new workouts and meal plans. In partnership with her husband, Michael, Lauren hosts the cheeky entrepreneurial podcast, The Skinny Confidential, Him and Her, which just hit 28 million downloads. Damn. Lauren works with top tier brands while continuing to connect with their community on a daily basis. Without further ado, Lauren. Wow, what an intro. Well, I mean, you. what a woman. You're quite the guest. Well, thank you. Thank you so much. I wish that I had freshly manicured nails for you. <laughs> what a Don't worry. You and, me, you and me the same. <laughs> we love it all. We love you all. Okay, before we get into current fixations, I just have to confess that you are my all-time hero. Oh, thank you. That's very, very nice. Oh, my God. Scout? My friend was crying because she's trying to build a personal brand, and it was, like, really getting to her. And I just started, like, spewing out all this business shit. And she's like, where did you learn all that? I'm like... Lauren Everts from the Skinny Tell her not to cry. Why is she crying? Because people were judging her and she was getting the backlash. I was like, y- it's going to happen. Keep going. Tell her she's not for everyone. There's yeah. not one ice cream flavor that's for everyone. Yeah. I Tell her that. to just keep put herself like keep putting herself out there over and over that's and over. That's what I'm telling her. I'm yeah. trying to push her to you do that. You can't let people like, ru- uh, here I go. You can't let people, <laughs> you <laughs> can't, girl, you can't let people take you off your game. No, you can't. It's so true though. I feel, and I kind of struggle with that too, is wanting to be something for everyone which is just never going to happen it's never gonna happen and and the earlier on you recognize that and really internalize it the better because you're going to find that niche i had a blog for a hot second and someone emailed me telling me that i was easily the most annoying person on the internet i'm like really the most annoying person on the internet for someone to have the energy out of their day to email you and say that is also an atrocious like how did they even find your that is ridiculous stunning you almost have to take it as a compliment though yeah you know what i mean I did. Yeah, you like should. You're taking some precious time to really, to really you. name one down. celebrity that's for everyone. Yeah, you're name so one. None. There's not one. There's not one. No. You're not going to be for everyone. Of course. Tell her to keep building her personal brand. I'm yeah. sure you already told her that. I tell her every day. <laughs> she okay. always asks me if she should post something. I'm like, yes, keep going. Keep yeah. posting. Yeah. Scout stands you for sure. She 
every episode she's like, well, the skinny confidential says to do this. Yeah, you were you were my current <laughs> thank fixation thank on you. think on episode thirty six. Oh, Look at you, you know. knowing Shout our episode Shout out on numbers. episode 36. Yeah. That's right. That's right. Oh, no, 26. Sorry, 26. 26. Oh 26. Yikes. Um, okay, okay, let's do current fixations. <laughs> current you want to start? Of course I want to start. Um, so in lieu of Kylie Jenner's cover of Architectural Digest, I went onto their YouTube channel, and they have this segment called Open Door. And this is essentially mtv cribs but for sophisticated celebrities that actually have an interest and knowledge for interior design and it is remarkable like i huh. i can't believe i never found this like they go through manny moore's apartment which you would love it's all mid-century modern really? in the hills like to die for I need to look at this yes ashley tisdale's like charming little like bungalow house then they go into like zed's 16 million dollar like modern mansion it is incredible they're like 10 minutes and you could watch for hours that's Ooh. a really good yes. one that's a good one yes that I is like my it. current fixation i'm gonna do that tonight amazing i love that um okay my current fixation which um, mads you share with me amazing is the keto diet mads and i are on keto right now it has been about a week and a half i haven't stepped on the scale yet because i'm like afraid that i didn't lose any weight but i feel a lot better and my jeans are a little bit looser so i'm hoping that something's working yeah because i'm really we're not eating carbs <laughs> i know well something better be fucking working. something better be fucking working on this yeah yeah is but it hard the keto diet it's not that bad it's just it's just protein and veggies and the fat. only time it's hard is when you're hungover jenna jameson lost a lot of weight on the keto diet Everyone everybody loses I like hear. 40 okay, but pounds here's what i heard about this diet okay and you guys can tell me if this is true i heard your breast smells I, and Ooh. I'm not saying your breath smells, not but I'm saying I heard your breath smells. I have so not noticed that. If you, what, that, but you don't notice it. Other people notice it. Oh, like, I swear to God, we'll I'm ask not just our, saying. We'll, we'll ask our significant, significant others. Yeah, breathe all over them. <laughs> And eat mint if they say your breast smells. But also I heard that it's you lose a bunch of weight. But then like, here's my thing about losing a bunch of weight. What do you do when you maintain it? You just well, keep eating like that? Right. I'm kind of doing it as like it's I'm going to kind of make it a lifestyle choice. And is it hard to do it as a lifestyle choice? I don't no. find it. I find it only difficult when I'm coming up here in L.A. and I'm not at my house where I can kind of grocery shop and have a whole routine down. Yeah, so I love being, having my whole routine down. Yeah, it's yeah. it's hard when I travel. Like, I didn't. I don't really eat that many that 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 many carbs. Oh, I eat so many carbs. I, oh, okay. I, I, I eat a lot of carbs. Oh, I don't. I mean, the only thing I would eat is like quinoa. And, and you, you like couscous. Oh, you're good. Oh, I love couscous. Oh, you're really good. Yeah. And you like pizza. It. Well, pizza is when I'm drunk. Which I I go off keto when I'm drunk. Yeah, that's a good idea. For me. It's uh, it's hard being a woman. <laughs> it is hard being yeah. a woman. And I have to play devil's advocate and ask a hundred questions about every diet just because I'm suspicious of everything. Of course. But I saw Jenna Jameson and she looks fucking amazing. People, people are like it. losing weight left and right on yeah. this thing. I have seen a lot of people lose weight. Yeah. Can't deny that. Yeah. I mean, I can't decide. Would I rather have bad breath or like be like super skinny? I don't know. I think I'd rather be super skinny. Yeah, it's a hard thing. You know, Michael would just have to, like, live with it. Yeah. 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 He can yeah. live with he it. It's kind of like B.O. Yeah. 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 It's good. It's fine. Um, okay. My current fixation. Can I name three really quickly? Yeah, go for it. it. The first one is um, a silicone bagel mold. What is that? What? <laughs> I learned to make bagels out of no flour. What? Yeah. Uh, the recipe is on my Instagram story right now. I put it under the body highlight if this comes out, obviously, later. Yeah. Um. And it's it's like no flour bagels, 
like so low so carb, tons flour? of fiber. Ooh. It's like um, inulin, which is an artichoke root. Okay, we need mm-hmm. to talk about inulin. We'll talk about yeah, inulin. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then it's a little bit of pota- potato starch, which which sounds kind of scary, but it's not. It's not a lot of carb. And okay. then it's it's just like Greek yogurt, which is a probiotic. I got mine at the farmer's market. Um, I can't remember everything off the Wait, and this becomes a bagel? It becomes a everything bagel. Michael oh had God. it last night. He ate three. And I'm telling you, it's so good. That's amazing. So get a bagel mold because you need to make bagels. Um, Great. And then another one is probably this lip mask, and I'm going to pronounce it wrong, but I can't stop using it. It's like called Ling. Is it La Jans? No, no, no. It's L-A-N-G-I-E. I think uh, it's the best. Everyone should get it. And I'm wearing it as lip gloss instead of a lip mask at night. Okay, wait. Can you? Can you tell me what the difference is between a lip mask and just a lip balm? Like, why? It w- it's different. Okay. It, I didn't even know you needed a lip It stays on mask. your lips. Well, everyone does okay. all this skincare for their face and their neck and their hands, but your lips get, if you look at, like, an old person, I always do this. <laughs> this is fucked up. If you look at an old person and you see their lips, you, you notice wrinkles on their lips. Am I right or oh, am I crazy? Oh, you're right. Yeah. No, you're right. And so I, I'm like, I want hydrated lips. So that's a lip mask. And I thought I'd get this lip mask and just use it at night. But now I'm using it as a lip gloss. I don't have it on right now. But in general, I have it on. Um, so that. Got to get that. And then the other thing I just talked about this on my new account in the skinny was like is these heart cover. You know earbuds? Yeah. yeah. You know earbuds. You yeah. guys know what I'm talking about. Okay. Well, they come in like a case. Okay. And I found like this heart case that as covers in, like them. AirPods? Yes. Case? Okay. Am I saying that wrong? Yeah. <laughs> AirPods. I can't pronounce a lot of stuff. Um, the, the AirPod, AirPod case, and it's like a heart. Oh, that's and very cute. cute. Nice. That's not really functional. It's just cute. I that, love that. That works. We're, we're, big Air, we're big AirPod people. Oh, I yeah, forgot mine this huge. week, and I feel naked. You, they're easy to lose, though. I lose everything. Ooh, yeah. Well, that's Adam tricky. sleeps in them, so do you know the amount of times we have to take all of the covers off of the bed to find his AirPods? Adam, that's really bad for you. I'm going to send you a, a article on radiation. Oh, there oh. we go. Yikes. Adam. Adam. Yeah, he sleeps with them. Oh, my God. That's <laughs> I'm not kidding. He sleeps with his AirPods. Michael sleeps with his noise-canceling headphones. I'm like, oh no. Oh, my God. If, if a cell phone's near my dog, I'm like, get that radiation away from my dog. Oh, my God. Oh my God that's amazing. <laughs> Can't do the radiation, you know? You're so cute. <laughs> Can't do the radiation. Oh, my God. Okay, okay. We need, we need I to already have, like, you. so many questions, but yeah. we, we need to step it back. So, let's start from the beginning. How did the Skinny Confidential formulate? Where did this idea come from? It started, I was at San Diego State, and I feel like I tell this story all the time, so sorry if it's repetitive, but... Um, I was bartending, teaching Pilates and Pure Bar, going to school full time and just uh, not inspired at all. Completely bored, uh, wanted more. And I, I looked around and I was like, this is what this is what I'm supposed to be doing, though. What is what's wrong with me, basically? And I realized that I want that I wanted to be an entrepreneur and sort of create my own job. And so I started to think of what there was a need for. And I think that's a really good place to start. If you're a blogger or a creator or a podcaster, what is there a need for? Not copying someone else's formula, not doing it someone else, the way someone else has done it, but what, what, where is their white space? And so for me, I saw these sororities that are charging $800 for a semester for you to be a part of a community. And I just thought that was crazy. I mean, I don't know. I, I still think it's crazy. It's, you have to okay, pay I $800 no, when you're in I'm college. I lasted a hot sec, and I was like, this is 
ridiculous. And no, more power to people that want to do it. But uh, for me, I was putting myself through college, paying for all my yeah. own stuff, struggling to keep afloat. And then I had to pay $800 to be a part of a community. So I was like, fuck this. How can I do this for free online and do it globally? Um, and so the idea came about in 2010 and I launched it in 2011 and kind of never looked back. It's, I think it's eight years later. That's amazing. It's but it's every single day, rinse and repeat. You guys know it's um, something that I constantly am working on seven days a week. Um, wouldn't trade it for the world. I love every second. But um, it's creating your own job has a lot of interesting peaks, ebbs and flows. Absolutely. <laughs> so you've talked a lot about since you've been doing this for about eight years, you've talked a lot about how the fact that you didn't make a dime off your blog for years in today's landscape, monetization is a really hot word and bloggers getting into the sphere are really looking to monetize on their blog ASAP. What would you tell people trying to monetize their blog too early in the game? First of all, ASAP is because everything is ASAP. If you send someone an email, they want a response right away. If you send someone a text message, they want a response right away. I, I, I don't play like that. And people get mad at me sometimes. It takes me a minute to respond it takes me if you're gonna text me like you can't just drop everything you're doing for someone else's to-do list and I think that everyone that wants money ASAP like that's for me that's never how anything in my life has been even when I was bartending I didn't just build a following in bartending right away it took you know meeting people and being introduced to their friends and growing sort of a following at the bar that I had you don't just you know, walk in, put up a couple images and, and, and make money. That's not how it's worked for me. For people that it has worked for like that, that's amazing. And, and I, I mean, I've never seen that firsthand. If I've, I've seen people go viral, but it's kind of like astronaut syndrome. They say when an astronaut goes to the moon, they come back to earth and they become really depressed because once you've gone to the moon, what more is there? So with some of these bloggers that have grown, you know, a million overnight, it's like, the growth like that almost ends up hindering them because they haven't grown slowly and exponentially and strategically. For me, like it's almost better to grow slow and lay the bricks. It's it's like the three little pigs. Totally. That story is so relevant in my opinion for influencers today. It's like you want to build your house of bricks. You don't want a house of straw. What was the other house? It was like straw and what else? It was something else sticks sticks <laughs> straw I don't know <laughs> you don't want that house of cards you're if, you, if you're gonna build a house of bricks it takes time to lay the bricks so just to come back to your question if you're a creator I wouldn't even think about monetizing for at least two years and people are like yeah but I'm, I'm working so hard on it I would tell them to go get a bartending job go get a cocktailing job um Go teach fitness. Get creative. There's 24 hours in the day. There's so many ways you can get creative. If you sleep eight, which is a lot, I think, and you, you know, go to school and work and you're working nine to five, you still have hours to do your side hustle. I, I don't buy the I don't have time thing. Uh, I you know, agree. I made it work with a full time job. I, and granted, I didn't have kids, but I still think looking back, if I had kids, I would find a way because I really believe that if you want something to happen, you figure it out. And if you don't want it to happen bad enough, then you don't. That's so true. That's so true. You know, so, you know, you've been building this for eight years. And in, I mean, 
it's changed so much the evolution of influencer and influencer brand relations and you've really been a witness to that change what has been the biggest challenge within that or observation that you've had of how maybe in the past even couple years I think it's been monumentally evolutionized yeah I think that you just you can't give the evolution too much energy like you can't be like oh the algorithm's changing or everything's on this platform or you need to do your newsletter or like whatever it is the evolution you can't give it too much energy you just have to pivot and you have to go with it everything's changing every single day. Everything is so ASAP that you have to be really malleable. You have to be able to go in any direction and things are going to change and you can't get attached to one medium. So for instance, when I, you know, I'm writing on a blog seven days a week all the time and then I'm seeing things are going to audio and I'm seeing that people are putting a lot of time and effort into time. Uber, Postmates, all these different things. And so I started to think, okay, how can I save my audience time in a way on audio? And that's podcasting. So you you have to pay attention to where the attention's going and what the evolution is without giving it too much energy and letting it overwhelm you, if that makes sense. So you've been really vocal also about the buzzword saturation, which I really admire. You know, I never heard someone's talk about it in the way that you do you kind of just summarize what you've said but people don't enter a space because they believe it's too saturated and they don't believe there's space for them and you kind of have been vocal about saying no there's space for everyone and that shouldn't be an excuse for you to not enter the podcasting sphere the influencer sphere like if you're actually passionate and have a voice and have something to say there will be room can you talk about kind of why you feel that way and and all that. Yeah, I think uh, saturation is an excuse. If people mm. are telling their so- themselves, and that's that's hard, but it's true. It's an excuse. You're giving your, yourself an excuse of why not to start. Uh, that's my opinion. Obviously, we're all entitled to our opinions. I would say that's an excuse, and you need to get real with yourself. This industry hasn't even started. It hasn't even begun. I, I could name 8 million people that have gotten into an industry that was, quote-unquote, too saturated that wouldn't be famous, well-known today. I mean, just like an example of what I mean, that's like telling, um, you know, the Red Hot Chili Peppers not to get in. And I, I'm like so obsessed with them right now because I just read his book. Anthony oh, such book. a good book. Scout loves I can't. that book. I'm Love obsessed book. with him. He's such a beautiful writer. He really is. Oh, I want him on the podcast, Anthony. <laughs> um, if that's like telling the Red Hot Chili Peppers don't start a band, there's been too many bands. Yeah, mm-hmm. that, it's so true. The, this industry is like one day old. Yeah. What is what is everyone talking about? I don't I don't understand that. I think that anyone can come into this industry that has discipline, execution, a unique perspective, talent, drive, consistency. You know, there's so many different things that you sort of have to pull together. You just come in and you you know, you th- we haven't even seen, I think, the superstars of this industry. Yeah. So it'll be interesting to see who is going to come in, not because it's too saturated, just come in and be like, here I am. We're going to see so many, I don't want to say celebrities because that's not the word, but mm. well-known people as this industry evolves. I mean, in, in 30 years, in 40 years, it'll be crazy. Yeah, and there'll be a new. I can't even imagine what the influencer space is going to be like in 30 years. You're so right that it hasn't even. It started five years ago. This is like the very early stages of this entire industry. It's 
so new. Yeah. And I mean, podcasting is even newer like that. And I, I fell victim to that mentality. I, you know, Scout asked me to do a podcast and I'm a huge podcast aficionado and fan. And I was like, oh, there's too many podcasts. Like, what what do I have to give? And I was like, no, you got so much to give, girl. Thank you. (laughs) But I was like, no, we have a unique perspective, as you said. And I why can't I enter this space? And like, there should be room for everyone. It doesn't make any sense. I but can't. Yeah. I can't with that. It's so saturated yeah. conversation. Yeah. We gotta we've, we've banned it from the from the pod. From the pod. Everyone should ban that word. Yeah. Over saturation. It's it's okay. Boring. Let's talk about another buzzword: authenticity. And Mads and I have talked about this on the podcast before. Mads believes it's more of a black or white: you're authentic or you're not. I kind of believe there's a little bit of a spectrum to it, as one is figuring out their voice, especially when they're entering a new space and they don't quite know who they are yet. What is your opinion on authenticity and how do you remain authentic to the Skinny Confidential brand? I think that you should be the person that you are in person. And what I mean by that, it's not, it sounds like what I'm saying is be authentic. But what I actually mean by that is that if you're shy in person, be shy online. Mm. Do you know what I mean? If you're an oversharer naturally, be an oversharer online. You can be an influencer and be shy. You don't have to be some, you know, balls to the walls in your face type of person. You can be a Southern belle that's like doesn't want to share her whole life, but wants to just share facets of it. For me, in when you meet me in person, I'm going to talk about, you know, the UTI that I had yesterday. So like, yeah. that's how I am online. I think that whoever you are in person, the more you can let that come through the screen that's what's authentic. It's not being this larger than life person and like, or trying to like um, really show every facet of your life. It's like, how are you when you're having happy hour with you? So a good example of someone is Julia from Gal Meets Glam. Mm, She, she is um, her her way of blogging is that she, she shows you facets of her life, but she doesn't want to lay every single thing out there on the table and that's fine. I, I like that about her. I'm attracted to that. I think she's an amazing blogger and she creates really beautiful images and she does a great job of that. And that's authentic to her. So I think you need to figure out like who you are as a person and then let that translate through the screen. That's authenticity to me. You know, it's not like trying to create this huge larger than life personality. It's just be who you are. I love that. Be who you are at happy hour. <laughs> be who you are be drunk who you are <laughs> new tagline but it's so true I mean I talked about this before you know I love listening to podcasts where people are very intelligent and articulate and I think that was what I was scared about going into the podcast because I wanted to be perceived a certain way and I think in the very beginning I clammed up a lot because I was trying to be this like 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 scholar I don't know like this more scholarly version of myself but then when I just let it settle and I was like no I can be silly as I am in real life and loud but also have intellectual thoughts like it doesn't have to be one way and I can just be myself and that that took a little bit for me in the beginning yeah we talked about this where I don't even think twice about what I say I don't think twice about what I sound like like. she prepares like crazy let let me tell you this you had practice under yeah. your belt. Yeah, I had a year that's of podcasting. That's the difference. Yeah, that so and true. that's the point. difference that people don't understand is 
how do you become a podcaster? How do you become a blogger? You practice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, I was skiing the other day and I'm skiing down this huge fucking black diamond mountain that I can't do. And I started to kind of get the hang of it at the end. And I'm like, oh my God, this is how content creation is. It's just throwing yourself up on the mountain and practicing over and over and over and over until you can do it. I'm not surprised that you get on the mic now and you're comfortable. It's because you've done it way more than you have. And that'll change as you go on. It's really content creation is constantly putting yourself out there over and over and over and over and over. And it becomes practice. It's it really is that simple with a couple other elements, but it's really important to keep that practice up. And it seems like there's a, a pattern of people going into the influencer space and not thinking they have to do that practice or that hard work. I feel like I see that a lot where people just are really traumatized or traumatized. They're hypnotized by the prettiness and the 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 beautiful photos and the free hotel rooms or whatever it is. And they don't understand that it's actually hard work, but that's okay. If you, and I'll tell you why, if you want that kind of, um, space on the internet. Yeah. Like if you want the pretty pictures and you want to do the unboxing and the hauls, that's a thing. Right. People sometimes like, like I saw a girl the other day open a Chanel purse on um, uh, stories or like Instagram and and there was like 200 comments some people like that that's that's a niche Mm -hmm. maybe it's not you know your niche or my niche or your niche but it is a niche right maybe that's uh, there that's being authentic to them Mm -hmm. and maybe that's what they that's how they express themselves I think that, there, like I said, I think there's room for everyone and everyone might have a unique niche. It sounds totally. to me that your niche is more about providing valuable takeaways to your audience. Yeah. But is. some people like to unwrap Chanel purses and there is an audience of people that like that. That is so true. So if you're out there and you're listening and you want to unbox <laughs> Louboutin. Go unbox, unbox. girl. Mads, Go unbox. Mads, Mads will never let us unbox. She's always yeah. she's always like, we will never get to a point where we unbox anything on our Instagram story. I was like, okay, I get yeah, it. Like, we Scout, got it. We are not talking into the We do phone. that, though. We do that, though. But we do it as a silly. How could you, how do you f- film yourself without holding the phone like No, no, this? no. But we don't, I had a very strict rule of we're not going to be the ones that walk down the street and like, we're going to Pilates today and just like talk about literally what the content of your day is I wanted it to be if we're going to film ourselves walking down the street it has to be our personality we have to be doing our witty banter that we do on the podcast that we do in real life like it's I would have never just walked down the street and tell her what I did like went to Pilates like it's just that's what I want to put out into the world and that's that. I think our Instagram stories are the silliest things you oh, can find. Oh, they're ridiculous. They're ridiculous. I and love it. And that's, you guys want to entertain people. Yeah. And, and that's, you know, your, like, prerogative and the person that wants to unbox. <laughs> the, unbox. My thing is, is, like, if you want to talk about sea monkeys, there's an audience for that. Yeah. It's, every it, find a unique perspective. <laughs> if it's I unboxing, it. you do you. <laughs> I love it. Okay, so let's talk about your podcast. Um, the Him and Her podcast. I think first I want to talk about working with your husband yeah that's a that's a big okay so adam came to me with a business idea and we got into a fight run over the the idea (laughs) and then in there i was like i will never go into business with my husband tough it's tough what made you guys decide 
to do that and go into that venture together. I had jaw surgery four years ago and because I was so swollen, I turned the camera on Michael and a lot of the audience, not all of it, but a lot of it fell in love with him. And I always like sort of hid him just because I'm the type of blogger that I, and this is how I am in person. It takes me a while to like really get to know someone and them to get to know me, even though I'm an overshare, very Gemini. So it, it, it took me a while to get comfortable enough with my audience to open up about every aspect of my life while I was simultaneously oversharing, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like so complex kind of, but not really. Um, so Michael uh, w- w- just saw that there was all these questions coming in for him and I saw it and I thought, you know, how can we implement him into the blog that makes sense? And, you know, he's more of a talker than a writer. So, you know, we were drunk off margaritas in Cabo and he's like, let's launch a podcast. And we just went I'm full sensing, steam ahead. I'm sounds, sensing sounds a how we here. So if you ever want to launch a podcast, get, just drunk, get drunk with, with someone <laughs> and then you'll start a podcast. Get drunk with someone. It was so terrible. Mads and I were eating truffle chips the entire episode because we were so it's, drunk. It's but a it was, disaster. That's okay, though. It's amazing. It was so silly. I yeah, but it. now you guys have practiced, practiced, practiced. You, uh, our first episode was horrific. Yikes. It was bad. Okay, so what is the premise of the podcast for those who don't know? Yeah, it's kind of a medley. It's it's a medley of, you know, doctors and skin experts and scholars and writers and authors and all different kinds of people that are interesting. It doesn't matter how many followers they have, just interesting people that have interesting perspectives while also, you know, giving Michael and my opinion. It's definitely not an interview show. I would it, we have interviews, but Michael and I also try to provide as much value as we can as well. Um, you know, there's a lot of solo episodes. It's it's like a, a, a bag of checks mix. You know, you never know what you're going to pull out. We always want to keep the audience guessing. Um, but the brand of it is is definitely, you know, tangible advice that people can apply to their own life. It has to be that. I okay. definitely take away, take that away from it. It's. And what I like about it is, yeah, your guests are so wide. There's such a wide range of interests and industries, and it's not necessarily people I would find otherwise or learn about otherwise. Yeah, but then you I've come put across on your relatable spin to it, and it really, it really works. Good, I'm glad. It. That's exactly what we want. Yeah, yeah. No, <laughs> I agree with everything Mads just said. So I've been listening to him and her. I think from since the beginning. Uh, the oh whole way through. I'm sorry. No, <laughs> yeah. it's my favorite podcast. Thank you. Wait, oh, let's talk about Woo for Play. Wait, Woo wait, wait. Play. I oh, want to talk one more question about oh, the sorry. podcast. And yeah. Let's say someone's listening and they're really interested in starting a podcast or they just started and they're figuring out the landscape. What's a good tip you could give them to kind of motivate them to keep going? I uh, Have they already launched the podcast or do they want to launch a podcast? Let's say they want to launch a podcast. Just launch it. Go get the equipment and launch it mm-hmm. and do it. And then do it again the week after and the week after and the week after and the week after. Consistency. And and, and just keep doing it. Yeah. And you've, s- you've said that, like launch fast and adjust. adjust. Yes. Yeah. And my what husband taught that? me that. I'm not the best at that. I'm I'm a perfectionist. I want it how I want it. I have such a clear picture in my head. And if it doesn't come out, which it never does, the way that's in my head, I get very frustrated. But I have learned that I have to constantly keep putting myself out there to really evolve and scale a brand. Um, so I would say just put it out there, launch, get the equipment, um, you know, s- stop making every excuse in the world to yourself like we all do. Mm-hmm. By the way, human nature, we all do that. 
um, and just put yourself out there. We and not everyone's so gonna like fast. You. You yeah. guys did launch and fast because I you guys really fast. Yeah, and and that's something I always admired. But that's I I'm like balls to the wall when I have an idea. Scout is I go like, in a hundred. Scout is like I will leap and the the net will appear. And yes. I'm just like I'm more of a more of a pra- pragmatic perfectionist kind of. I like to think through things. But that that advice kind of reminds me of um, Facebook's motto like fail fast and. That's why I say fail as many times as you can because the more times you fail, the closer you get to success. And it's just like it's reiteration. It's reiteration. It's like, okay, great. That didn't work. Okay, next. And I think you do that really well. I have gone through so many different iterations of my career because I started a magazine and we sold it in Barnes & Noble. I started a blog. I sold my magazine and founded a women's media site. I did a podcast and now I feel as if this at this point in my life, I finally honed into my medium and my medium is podcasting and that's the world I want to go 150% in. And so I kind of, whenever I get an idea, I just, I go crazy and I have to launch immediately. That's good. That's the entrepreneur in you. Yeah. I mean, I would keep constantly putting yourself out there over and over and over. And it's and not even looking at it as a failure. Like I don't, I don't even give it one speck of energy if anything I failed on. Like it's just, it's, it's boring. It's a boring conversation to me. When someone asks me my failures, and I get asked this a lot, I honestly like have to think about it really hard because I don't even like look at it like that. It's just part of the process. Everything yeah. leads you to the next thing. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You shouldn't categorize it or label it as a failure. It's a it's a growth opportunity. And if you re, I mean, you obviously have a very deep growth mindset, and that's something that you know takes a long time for people to understand about themselves and learn. And it's essentially seeing failures as growth opportunities and kind of just relabeling them as such. It's so Tony Robbins. Oh my God. So Mads, so okay. Can you like Scout convert Mads real quick? Mads thinks that Tony Robbins is a cult. I think it's a cult. Can you please <laughs> tell her no? It probably is, but it's, it's, like it's the best cult. It's I, I love Tony Robbins. I'm obsessed it's with probably, him. I know what you're saying though. It is a little culty. All I know about it. Is I saw him on the Kardashians. No, go go home tonight and watch. Okay. I am not your guru. Yes, watch it on. I, okay, I have told her Please. this is so many he times. Goes in front of stadiums and like makes them chant back. Just to him? watch that. Just okay. watch, watch the documentary that, and then okay. read "Awaken the Giant Within." Yes, and it will yes. change your life. You, I'm not kidding, Mads. So Mads does this thing where if I tell her to do something, she won't do it. But then if somebody else tells her to do something, she does it immediately. It sounds like my sister. So I just need to like funnel my opinions through third parties. I do that to all get the time. Her. It's a quick. <laughs> Manipulation. Okay, okay. I feel I, I watch will, that show tonight. I'll do it. Even I also have Awaken the Giant Within on uh, audio and just listen to it, it all the time. Yeah, he's unbelievable. I time. saw him at um, he went to UCLA Oprah's Super Soul session, and I saw him. And my friend wanted to leave early because her kid. We had to go pick up her kid, and I was like, no, I, the kid needs to the, Uber. I was like, I can't. <laughs> I was like, I cannot leave early. This is crazy. It was the most uh, remarkable experience. You came of my back life. a changed woman. Here's oh yeah. The thing for me, when I went to his event, I wasn't even looking at at the material. I was looking around and being like, for someone to create this kind of community, mm-hmm. this is a very special person. So for me, I was more examining his formula, his uh, his business, the way he runs his business, like he, the the way he's had these people be soldiers. And I don't mean that in a negative way. I mean, in, he's so influential to so many people. He's doing something really special. Mm-hmm. He's like an Oprah, but a guy. Um, and his energy 
it, there's so much charisma. And for me, that's like the number one quality that I look for in people is charisma. Oh, I love that. And Tony Robbins has some of the, I mean, it's, he's like has Kennedy charisma. Mm. He really does. You yeah. can't look away. You can't look away. And so that to me, I was like, I just, to go to an event is not even about just self-improvement for, as a business owner to look what he's built is just, it's fucking nuts. Okay, I want to talk about community a little bit because you just mentioned it. And community for you is one of the most important pillars to the Skinny Confidential. Um, you pr- pride yourself on answering pretty much everybody, engaging people, talking to them, really getting to know your readers. Yeah. So what does community mean to you and, and how can one cultivate a community like you have? I always tell people if you have 10 followers, concentrate on them. Stop going to look for more. I need I need to take that advice. If yeah. you have one follower, concentrate on that follower. The mistake everyone is making, not everyone, I'm saying the mistake um, people make with community is they don't look at what they have. They look at what they want. I would look at just what's in front of you. Nurture what's in front of you. They will go out and tell people. You, you can't neglect what you already have it's kind of like Michael and I practice stoicism and if you're living in a house right now and say it's like a three-bedroom house and you're constantly like I can't wait till I move to a mansion I can't wait till I move to a five-bedroom house I can't wait you know till I get a backyard with a pool you're never living in the moment of what you have and it's the same with with a community it's like you have to nurture the community when it's at 10 people because then it's going to go to 100 people. And then you have to nurture the 100 people because if you don't nurture the 100 people, then you're not going to nurture the 500,000 people. You're always going to want more. It's never going to be enough. And I, I can tell you I've talked to people with millions of followers. It's never enough. Even It's never enough. So you have to really just appreciate what's in front of you and engage with what's in front of you and, and not in a fake way, in a way that's, that's meaningful and purposeful. Um, and that I think is how you grow a community. And it really is, I think that simple and you have to, it's another thing is it's not something that you can do once a week, right? Mm-hmm. Something I've taken totally, I've put a cognitive effort to take an hour in the morning and an hour at night, at least two hours a day, DMing. I can't get to every single thing, but I get to as much as I can possibly get to, um, to engage. I mean, there's some people that I've watched get married and, and have babies and, you know, we share tips and tricks and I've made friends with some of these people. It's really cool. And I think that that's how you grow a community is focusing on what you have, not what you want. That's so impactful. It reminds me um, I remember I was talking to our stepdad and I, I was just like, oh, I just want all the money in the world. So I don't have to think about things. And he was like, no, you don't. Because watch, I know people who have like huge boats. And then once they get those boats, they're like, OK, wait, I need a 150 foot boat. And it just never stops. Oh, I want a private jet now. Oh, I want that. Like it just and it, I don't know why. I, I, and in my core, I knew that principle. But for some reason, just him saying it, I was like. So right. Stoicism, like, man. Holy shit. But it's like, taught so me it puts everything in perspective. It's yeah. not like a religion or anything. It's yeah. just, it's a philosophy. It's put everything in perspective for me. Yeah. If you're not happy with what you have right now, you're never going to be happy with what you have in five years and 10 years. Yeah. It's never going to be enough. And that's a self-practice that you have, you know, whether you meditate or whatever you do, you have to sit with yourself and really think about, um, 
and it's hard, especially if you're an, I'm very anxious. I have a lot of anxiety. And so I can see how people can look into the future, be anxious with what they have right now. But if you can just try to put it in perspective that what you have right now could be enough is, is, is enough right now. Yeah. It's pretty powerful. I it's think also, you also have to like, you have to like the game. Like you can't, you can't want the destination. You have to like the journey. Like if I had all the money in the world, I would bet you a million dollars I would still be working because I love the oh, game. Yeah, of course. You have to like the game because business is, in my opinion, the hard, most difficult sport in the world. It's a, it's a sport. And mm-hmm. you have to like the process of, of the game. I mean, I'm addicted to the process. I'm obsessed. So and am I. I, I, can, I can spot you as an entrepreneur because that, you know, even if I always like tell Michael, I'm like, even if you were T-Bone Pickens, I'd still be working. Yeah. You know, I I'd would still yeah, be working. Same. I, I love I love the process. Mm-hmm. Um, so you have to become addicted to that, I think. Absolutely. And I think one thing that's helped me and Scout is expressing gratitude. We we have a gratitude practice where just every morning you just list out five things you're grateful for. It could be something so small and and it varies for me. It can be the coffee I'm drinking in the morning or it can be my boyfriend and how supportive he was. Like it's just really sitting down and taking and you could just it's 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 more impactful when you write it down because it is speaking into existence and it's actually tangible and by creating that daily practice it just it it has given me a lot of just presence and just saying like look how fucking great my life you know is. What? Like, i think i think i'm at the point right now where i can confidently say i fucking love my life and do I have way bigger ambitions and goals to yeah. complete? hundred percent. But where I'm at right now, I, everything is lined up for me and I'm so grateful for that, even though there's still things I want to do. So you could have both. You can be content with where you are in life and still have goals to push yourself even further. Totally. That's, I mean, I think that's a recipe for success. It's like you want more, you want more, but you're also content with where you're at. And what's cool is really anyone can do that. You can, anyone can create their own future if they want it bad enough. And especially with the internet right now. And that's pretty powerful. Yeah. So powerful. Okay. Great transition. Woo for play. Oh, yes. <laughs> Coming back. Woo for play. Not my product. My husband's that's product. That's fine. But just, I, I always know have everything. to clarify that because people are like, is that a skinny confidential product? Not a skinny confidential <laughs> product. <laughs> Disclaimer. It's a coconut oil lube that my husband and his partner. So, I, I mean, I guess my husband and I started using coconut oil lube a long time ago. Same. I use coconut oil. It's the best. It's the best. It is the best. And I've so. I used it. Oh, oh my, my God. God it is literally the best and thing you, in like, the world. And you like get your healthy fats in. It's great. <laughs> And it, and it keeps you from getting in? yeast infections and UTIs. You're I mean, not supposed to do it with a condom, though. No, you can't do it with a condom. Oh, well, I yeah. don't use condoms. Okay. Yeah. I'm so just, we're good. Just let so if you don't use condoms. I don't use condoms. Yeah, you, you're not supposed to do it with a condom. Okay, great. I didn't know that. Yeah, no coconut it, oil yeah, with a Yeah, it um, decreases the effectiveness of Ooh, a condom. Ooh, that is great to know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Disclaimer. So Woo for Play is their company. It's, it's a coconut oil lube and... Uh, they love it. I love it. Everyone loves it. It's, Everyone it's loves got it. beeswax, vanilla essence, stevia, a little coconut oil. And it's edible, organic. right? It's edible. You can eat it like it, suck it, fuck it. Amazing. It's great. Yeah. It's the best tagline. It's so good. Got, we got to get it. some. I know. We got to get some. We should have gotten some for Valentine's Day. I'll send you guys some. Ooh, you can give yes. me your address. Yeah. You can Ooh. bring it home as a late V-Day gift. Oh, I, I love, love, that. love it. I love it. Yeah, because we use <laughs> coconut oil. And it's the best. He'll like Wu too. Okay, cool. Yeah. Sounds good. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. Talk to us just 
about the evolution of the skinny confidential itself like where what was your initial like mission and value set and then how did that evolve over time it's definitely for the girl who's creating her own future in any circumstance so it's almost like a girl that wants to be the best version of her and she's doing everything she can in every area of her life to constantly be improving not be the best just be the best version of herself and I look at it as, as a resource for that you know it's it's not just my tips and tricks it's all sort of a plethora of all different you know supermodels actresses influencers all kind of wrapped in one and and, and tied up in a pretty package um, delivered in a very cute cheeky way I love it. I first found the Skinny Confidential through Adam, and he showed it to me, and I and I didn't really think twice because I used to hate the color pink. So I was like, I don't <laughs> As think you sit in black. I love it. So I know, much. right? And I was like, we only we wear were black. black. I, I was, like that. So I was like, I, don't, I like that. That's I was like, I don't think the the blogs for me. And then I was working at an Italian deli as a cashier, and it was such a slow night. And I picked up my phone. And the Skinny Confidential popped up. And I kid you fucking not, I read the Skinny Confidential for three hours straight. The next day I signed up. I know, I'm not kidding. The next day I signed up for fitness classes. I went and I got a straightener and a hair curler and learned how to do my hair. What? I'm not kidding. My whole life I quit cigarettes. What? I'm not kidding. (sighs) This was all because I was bored at work and i just started reading the skinny confidential. i feel like you need to come on the blog and do a post on how you quit cigarettes after you read the skinny confidential and what the steps you took were okay that's yeah. wild yeah for, that's a good post yeah i'll do it i've never done a post like that you I'll gotta come on and yeah. talk about how you quit cigarettes and what you replaced it with for sure like were you chewing on a spicy sunflower seed like we need specific no i was working out that's all you did work out and eat healthy okay you got to come on and do a post on how you put cigarettes yeah i didn't know that yeah uh-huh Scat. see I but mean- that's that's makes me feel so good because that's exactly what i set out to do it's like talking to a girl that that wants to be the best version mm-hmm. of herself and and that's really i mean it's it's not trying to be someone else or trying to be me or trying to be a celebrity or whatever it is it's just trying to be you but but the best version mm-hmm and I think that 2019 is about that. I think people are over trying to emulate other people. I think people are realizing like, you know what? I'm going to own my ass or I'm, I'm going to. great. Yeah. I'm I look good. Like <laughs> I'm going to get all dewy and like, you know, <laughs> and I love that. Love I'm about that. Yeah. Own you're very you dewy. Have. I mean, you are. Oh my God. That's you like are a dewy princess. Like, yes. Dewey princess. So. I will take it. If I was a Barbie, I'd love to be called Dewey Barbie. That's Oh, my perfect. God. That's unbelievable. I know. So Scout and I don't know one thing about makeup. We're no, very perplexed sorry, we're not by wearing highlight. Makeup right now. great right now. Thank you. We're very, very perplexed by highlight. I can see okay, it on your you're, face, though, now. You're perplexed by highlight. I like highlight. I have. I don't understand You always, it. like, group me into these things. Oh, so <laughs> I have nothing to do with it. <laughs> you both look Dewey to me. Oh, we're probably because we're schwitzy. Yeah, we're schwitzing. Oh. I, I'd love a shit. Okay. <laughs> I love it. Um, okay. One other question I wanted to ask is, um, I actually ran into you at Alfred Coffee and you were like, oh, I've been on a social media break or something. And I thought that was super, I mean, honorable and, and great. And you know yourself boundaries and, and you're very self-aware. So talk to us about the importance of that um, because it is your business. So how do you decide to do that and when and how long and and do you recommend it? Well, I definitely recommend to know your boundaries. I also recommend to push your boundaries. There's like a fine line. 
I was putting myself online every single day, seven days a week for eight years. And now it's like you, you want a commercial break, right? You want to give your audience a commercial break. It's, you can't seven days a week, 8,000 Instagram stories every single day. Listen, I'm about the 8,000 Instagram stories. I love it. But at the same time, there's got to be a commercial break where you recharge. I mean, for me, this is, this is talking in my own opinion. Um, especially because I plan on putting my life online for, you know, who knows? I mean, it could be 50 years. I don't know how long I'm going to put my life online, but for a long time. So in knowing that there needs to be a commercial break, you know? And I also think, you know, there is 20% offline that people, that's, that's mine. And, and that's, that's kind of how I am as a person. I told you earlier, I'm total perpetual overshare and you know, what you see is what you get. But at the same time, like, I also am an introvert in a weird way. So I think that that it's important to honor th- uh, the different sides of you. And, and for me, like sometimes, you know, twice a month, I just need a blackout. I just need a break. I need to take the makeup off. And not that I wear makeup every single day because I definitely don't. But I just need to like just be in sweats and look homeless and have no makeup on. Amen. And yeah, yeah, you know, that's walk, us. just <laughs> No, but yeah, no, you, yeah. Turn the personality off. Like it just like go silent. Even sometimes I just like to be silent. I remember that Brian uh, Austin Green said that him and Megan Fox were divorcing because she wouldn't talk to him for days. Like she would just go silent. Whoa. Whoa. Like wouldn't speak for like five (sighs) days. I could do that. And which is weird because you think I'm such a talker. Mm -hmm. I can be with Michael and not talk for like days like I re- I related to her on that which is so weird because you wouldn't think that yeah sometimes I just want to be I can't explain it you just yeah, I no. just don't want to talk I don't want to be on I, I just want to be I mean I you might be an ambivert like me which means you're both an extrovert and an introvert and you have qualities of both sides that's how because I'm a full-blown introvert yeah like I am very loud and expressive and lively and people automatically think I'm an extrovert but I love to be alone I yeah you're definitely you're it. definitely both I'm definitely both and um, I have to like push myself on the podcast it's weird that this is my medium because I am such an introvert but I do have to push myself because well you know what no I'm good in like three or four people but when you kind of push it a little bit higher and then they're, if they're not like my core people I get exhausted. I get weird. That's I get what anxiety. They, that's what they say an introvert is and an extrovert. They say an introvert gets the energy sucked by them when yes. they hang out with people, but mm-hmm. an extrovert gets, gets energy. energized. Yeah. 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 It's interesting. I'm like a, yeah, I'm a very you're interesting a, blend of both. You're a hybrid. You're probably yeah, a hybrid, hybrid too. I have no idea. I just know that I could relate to Megan Fox. Yeah. <laughs> like, don't talk <laughs> to me for know. five days, Michael. <laughs> um, okay. We can't let you leave without saying what is your favorite skincare product right now we're like or i am a skincare enthusiast and i love all of your posts about skincare and i just like eat that shit up so what are you obsessing over right now in terms of the skincare realm i try so many products and i only put like 10 percent on my social media which it sounds crazy because i put a lot of skincare on my social media but i'm really specific with with what i like i would say i i have to give three i can't help it okay vintner's daughter oil okay it's non-negotiable it is interesting you put it on at night I put it on at night um last step and it's the smell what's in it it's it's all 
fresh and delicious and smells good. And I put it down my neck and you wake up still dewy, which is a big thing for me. Mm -hmm. Um, it's $180, which I normally don't recommend that expensive of skin products, but this one's good. What specifically have you seen results from that? The next day I wake up and I'm so dewy still that I could go put makeup on and it would be glowing through. Like I, it stays on your skin. Okay. 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 I like doing. Yeah. You, this is, I would definitely get the vintners. I'm not sponsored by them. I just love it. Yeah. Um, mixed with a silk pillowcase though don't don't even think yes. about putting good skincare on and laying on a cotton pillowcase Ooh, no i yeah. am you got doing it. that wrong order <gasps> it right away also scout we have curly hair yeah you, you gotta have to get a silk oh my god no one's told me this you never told me this what you have never told me that yeah, oh, you curl, need a silk pillowcase. especially for curly hair girls yeah. it's not like even oh. it's not even like um a thought you have to. Yeah. Okay, you have okay. to. Every girl should have a silk, pill- silk pillowcase. Yeah. Okay, it's yeah. happening. Got yeah. it. I I just bought like a new. I bought the wash, like everything. Yeah. And we don't want our dog's hair to be looking bad. <laughs> there we go. Good point. Good point. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> lives on a silk pillowcase. Do you need a silk pillowcase? Um, definitely, Doctor Dennis Gross. It's the blue tub. I, I love He is product. saving my life. Yeah. My acne was tub? so bad. I don't, it's like a hyaluronic acid oh, okay, great. cream. It lays under makeup beautifully. That's another great. thing. If I'm going to use a product during the day and it doesn't lay under makeup, forget it. Yeah. It's got to lay under makeup and it's got to enhance the makeup and oxygenize it. Is that the word? Oxygen. Oh, we like can make it, it a word. Make it like, uh, I can't, it needs to yeah, be. Yeah, it to breathe. Uh, yeah, it needs to breathe under the makeup and, and, um, give the makeup an umph, not make the makeup look crackled. Like sure. it's got to be the right finish. Okay, so great. I would recommend that one. And then I'm really loving Dr. Lancer's products right now. Yeah. He gave me a bunch to try and, and he does like Victoria Beckham, Oprah. I can see why he does all the celebrities and his products um, are results oriented. So whereas the Vintner's daughter is like, you're going to get results. This is more like Dr. Lancer's products are more like for hyperpigmentation and for a specific issues. Oh, yeah. okay. So that's up, that's up my alley. Uh, doc, Dr. Lancer's amazing. Okay. Um, that's good. I to really know. like his um, retinol. It's like a, it's like a corrective serum. And then he has a vitamin C. That's awesome. Amazing. Uh, I could go on and on about I know, skincare though. I can't stop with skincare. <laughs> you guys I have a me. weird relationship with it because Mad sent me a list of all these things to buy and I went and bought everything. And then I started breaking out more and then I was like, what the fuck is going on? And then I, so then I stripped back, but then I was still breaking out and I keep, and I'm afraid to buy products because I'm just buying them to try them and then they don't work. And then I, I would put you on all the same brand. I wouldn't do 10 different brands. Mm-hmm. Okay. I would do all Dr. Dennis Gross for you. Okay. And I, I would do a silk pillowcase and I would wash the silk pillowcase three times a week. Okay. I would take your phone off your face. Okay. Like don't even put your phone to your face ever. Okay. Um, and even washing what? your glasses. Because it's laying on your face all the time. Even the microphone up to your face. Like all these different things that you're not yeah, thinking yeah, about. Yeah. Pulling wait, your hair why, off your face. Wait, why your phone to your face? Because it's like so much bacteria. Right here. It's like oh, chilling I see on your what you're saying. Yeah. Oh. yeah. And maybe that's why I've got this situation going on. I would take the phone off the face. And you plus, who wants the phone by the ear? We don't need that radiation. Yeah, no, we're done. We no, we're we done with radiation. radiation. No, I don't like the radiation. Coming back to the radiation. Whenever my dad's on the phone, I'm like, Ew! <laughs> 
also i love i i heard you talk about how you like will not go in the sun never yeah you really will not go in the sun so much you were like no you wear like 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 ski masks walking to your car why would why would i put myself in an aging situation every single day (laughs) no i'm with you i just wouldn't i mean listen to each their own yeah this is the thing do you whatever yeah. that looks like? Do you? I don't want to go in the sun. I think I get yeah. enough incidental sun exposure yeah. from walking to my car into this podcast. Like we just, I just don't want to be in I the love sun. It. No, I love it. Oh, wait, last. Thing. Oh my god, I just have so many questions. You were, inulin, inulin. Okay, okay, so okay. can we say that Adam introduced me to inulin eight months ago? Really, Adam? Yeah, look at he him. brought it home. He brought it home, and we would mix it in our water like twice a day. Wow. What is it? Digestive? And now he's like really upset because it's trendy and he's like, I could have made this shit trendy. Adam. He gets so upset. He was like, I had all birds before and you had all birds. I'm like, I know, yeah. Okay, Adam and Devin should have created a Sobel inulin. Yes. What a mess. God. <laughs> Wait, so what is inulin? I have no, I don't understand or what it's it is. It's an artichoke root that was recommended to me by my girlfriend, Ingrid. She actually makes it. And the reason I like her inulin is because it's from Europe. It's not from united states so united states uses a lot of fillers usually this one's just pure inulin artichoke root and i like it in my coffee for lots of fiber and for intermittent fasting it's fantastic it really fills you up and satisfies you uh you could also put it in bagels like we talked about um you can put it in tea you can put it in smoothies you can put it kind of eggs and it doesn't taste like anything yeah it doesn't taste like anything nothing awesome it's just extra fiber Gets things going. Start small though. Start with a like a teaspoon and work your way work out. Work your way yeah, out. Yeah, you don't okay. want to do, go in and try. To, it's not. You'll feel bloated at first, mm-hmm. but it actually decreases the bloat after a while. Um, but just start with a teaspoon and work your way up. Okay. Yeah, I need to get on that. Shit. Yeah, I have to get back on it. Yeah, I like we're, it a lot. I do we're it bloated every day. princesses over here. Yep. You know what? It's from. Food in the United States, which is a whole no, different podcast. No, it really is. Yeah. You're so right. It's so frustrating. Uh. That's why I try to buy so much stuff off Amazon UK. That's oh. a good idea. <laughs> oh, so, my God. It's true. It's like everything here has so much shit in it. What, things, a, hot, what a hot things, tip. Things that are banned in Europe are like just running rampant in the United States. It's crazy. I, like I even I've been going to the farmer's market once a week getting all my groceries. You don't even you eat a strawberry and there's 800 pesticides on it and not to get, you know, so into that. Mm-hmm. It's like to each, again, to each their own. It's it's just we're eating so much shit that makes us bloated. At least for me, I was feeling bloated all the time. Yeah. Oh, that's we're me. With, yeah. Perma bloated. Perma yeah. bloated. We're on the, we're on the path. To Always to like that three months out. pregnant with food. Constant. Constant. I, it's American food. Let's yeah. move to Italy. I'm down. I'm very down. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you are unbelievable. Thank you. You're a ray of sunshine. So Thank much you for, for coming you on. Are Thank you, Thank you are Dewey Barbie. Thank you. You are Dewey Barbie. I'll take it. I'll take it. <laughs> okay. Let, if people are not following you for whatever weird reason, <laughs> let everybody know where they can find you. At the Skinny Confidential and the Skinny Confidential him and her and the Skinny Confidential blog. Perfect. And, and you can find us at OKSIS Podcast. Thanks, sisters. Love you. Bye. Thank you. 
Hey there, I'm Dr. Tracy Dalglish, clinical psychologist and couples therapist. If there's one thing I know from both my personal and clinical experience, it's that we are really good at comparing ourselves to others. We tend to get stuck in the unhelpful narratives that play on repeat in our minds, and we struggle to set boundaries and create healthy love. Each week, I bring you clinical knowledge and evidence-based research, experiences of sitting in the therapist chair, and being a wife, mother, and business owner to talk about everyday issues we all face to help you you change the dialogue in your life. Tune in every Thursday to I'm Not Your Shrink wherever you listen to podcasts. While I'm not your shrink, I am still human and I'm excited for us to be in our vulnerability and humanness together.